Hello, and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, brought to you by Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's program. People draw conclusions that God is really nobody that big. We are really not in a place where miracles or things of this nature are necessary, or we really don't even see them in our day. It's not important. You see, the thing, miracles is not the object. It's the result of rendering. It's the result when the two merge together. When Jesus lives in my heart through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit starts working out of my life. That's part of the rendering. That's when God's glory will come forth. That's when it becomes God is doing it. It's a God thing. It's not a my thing. And when we have not rendered ourselves, merged ourselves, surrendered our wills, surrendered our lives, surrendered our ways, surrendered our whatever it is in our lives to him, he will not overcome us or come over in us or render himself with us. It's this rendering thing where God's, it's called glory. So as long as you hold back in doing the will of God, you will not enjoy what God has for you. You will not enjoy his blessings. You will not endure his trials. You will not see miracles because you're pulling yourself back from him. You understand what this is? You see, for me to say like this, that miracles are not for today, or just to say that miracles are for today, there is a structure, an underpinning, a foundation that takes place in this. You understand that? You see, God gives us promises. See, some people think that all this is automatic. No, it's not. If it's automatic, why are there promises? Tell me. If it's automatic that everything is in salvation and I have received it, and it all comes in a natural form, then why are there promises? Promises is talking about something that you don't have, but it's promised in front of you. Yeah? Do you understand that? This is really important to understand this. There's people that would argue that the promises of God, I mean, they're all, they're, it's no, not, not big a deal. We live by faith. We don't live by sight. We live by faith, and the just will live by faith. There's a big difference. Some people choose not to live this way. Well, as a result, they'll be powerless in their life as well. Let's look at some more verses here. I'll get back to that a little bit. Romans chapter 1. Uh, Romans chapter 1, verse 15. Paul now was speaking about his necessity to go to Rome, and he would have liked to go to Rome and preach the gospel. He thought it necessary to go there. That's where his home stumping grounds have been. And also it was the capital of that which stood strongly and hardest against Israel that day. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. I read that. Let's go down to uh, uh, Romans 1.15. I had the wrong verse. So as much as is in me, I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are in Rome also. Verse 16. Look at this verse. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power, which means miracle power. It's the explanation. Miracle power of God unto salvation. 
to everyone that... What? There's the condition. It doesn't just say, it is the power of salvation to everyone. It's based on a little thing here. And the little thing is a big thing. It's the big thing that caused the children of Israel not to enter into the promised land. They, they did not go into the promised land or the land of promises because of unbelief. All right? Here it says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation unto everyone that believeth. The word believeth means entrusts. It's not a hard word. Unto everyone that believeth, first to the Jew and to the rest of us that have no Jewish descent. What is the revealed power of God? It is the word salvation. Talks about salvation. The word salvation means rescue or safety. Salvation is received by what? Salvation is received by trusting in his word, by believing his word. That Jesus says, if I confess my sins, he is faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. There's the condition. And once the condition is met, the result follows. That's exactly what happens. And you can try to go a different route, but the result will not be same. There's one thing that you'll find with the Word of God. If you do not have the results of the Word of God, you must understand perhaps that you have detoured somewhere. And you've taken a shortcut somewhere. As a result of that, it's not working for you. I remember this was a personal experience of mine many years ago when I just felt the Word of God doesn't work for me. Well, I was on the side of the Word of God. I thought I understood it. I thought I'd seen it. And I saw it. But I didn't experience it because I was on the side of it. It wasn't yet rendered in me. Verse 17, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed. Where? Where is the righteousness of God revealed? Therein. Well, it is revealed therein from faith to faith. Where is the righteousness of God revealed? Let's go back to the verse. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And there's a lot of people that now try not to be ashamed because they want results. It's not a matter of trying to not shame yourself with the gospel of Christ. Once you have a certain convincing and it's rendered in your life, you do not and you are not ashamed. There's nothing to be ashamed of. As long as you try not to be ashamed of it, you're not quite there yet. Understand? And we all have places to grow in this. Understand me correctly. Let's go back again, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Here is the answer. It is the power of God unto salvation, or rescue or safety, to everyone that entrusts or believes. And then the next verse, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So we know that the only way that a just man can live is by faith. When you see a man that is just, you know one thing, he is living by faith. When you do not live by faith, you're not just. The opposite then is also correct. So where is the righteousness of God revealed? It is revealed in the ones that live by faith. 
The just shall live by faith, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as is written, the just shall live by faith. You see, what I'm speaking about is this word render, and I don't want to make it more difficult than what it is. It's the word render. It's the word. And there's another word that might apply to some of you even better than the word render, and that's surrender. It's not necessarily the same word, but it has somewhat the same results. As long as we do not surrender to God or to the will of God or to the ways of God, but to demand our own will and demand our own ways and our own interpretation of things, God will not render in us. There is no rendering. And then as a result, there is no glory that comes. The glory doesn't shine. The, the peace and love and joy and, and holiness of God is not part of an unsurrendered life or a life that is not rendered. If you don't understand it yet, just hang on. We're getting to some more verses before I close. Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. But that no man is justified... Or the word justified means rendered innocent. No man is rendered innocent by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. So you can apply laws in your life and you can tell yourself you'll never do this again or you will not do that again. Or you will try harder it has nothing to do with rendering. My friend, we need to understand this. This is why it doesn't work. The law will never have a part in your rendering with God. Faith does, not the law. And this is where we complicate things. Because my trying harder complicates the grace of God. And also, if I say, well, so what? Then I'll live however I want to. That's also not part of it. There is an ingredient called surrendering to the will of God. Giving your mind, your will, emotion, and your intellect to the throne of God, to the altar of God, and dying to yourself and leaving it there. Then the conclusion of the whole matter is there starts to be a rendering. And when that rendering comes to a certain place that I do not know, you will see miraculous power. And you will see the glory of God on somebody's life. Because the rendering, that's what that is. Now, do I expect this preacher that I heard say this about miracles? It was such a such a um, defining statement of where a man walks or what a culture believes. It was so wrong. You see, the Bible says, these signs shall follow them that believe. He basically threw out belief. That's, that's entirely what he did. The rendering and the... How should I say? You might not even have to to audibly believe in miracles if you are rendered with God, if you abide in Him and He abides in you. That work, miracles will happen. 
It's not that now let's work this thing out. Let's really try. And we need to show the people that miracles are for them. That's not the subject, nor is that the way it works. It's the result. The signs shall follow them that believe. It comes because, and in that, God is glorified. That's where the glory comes from. You remember, how many of you remember that little baby? I don't know if, if he is here. He's not a little baby anymore today or not. That had this itchy thing. I mean, he was in straps. So he, he scratched himself. The doctors gave up on him. They, were, they didn't know what to do. And they heard somehow that, that there is a church down here in Sugar Creek that believes, uh, yeah, believes in, in miracles. And came here with that little baby and brought it right up here. You saw the glory of God. The glory of God did not necessarily come by someone's specific faith for the moment. It was a rendering, and God's glory was revealed. It was obvious. The boy was healed. They could take the straps off of him. He's no more in those straps. He was healed. All the difficult medications that were used. God was glorified that day because of a rendering. If we would have prayed for this and totally believed there was no such a thing, it wouldn't have happened either. You see, when you surrender to the will of God, you think the way God thinks. My Bible says that our natural man does not think the way God thinks. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. But it gives us a challenge that it should be that way. Can I allow my mind to become so dead to my intellect that I start thinking the way God thinks? On situations and circumstances. It comes by way of surrender. That's part of this rendering. It's glory. It's part of the glory. God sees that as glory. He sees these humans walking this earth, and he sees part of him in them. He glorifies him. Look at that. That happened just the way it would have when, if Jesus would have been there in person. The way it used to be when Jesus was Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.